Good morning. Welcome to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. I'm Gary Bell along with Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. You know, we formed our law firm in 1984. We are injury attorneys. We formed our law firm with a vision and mission to help injured victims and their families put their lives back together again. And I tell you what, we've worked on it for over 35 years doing just exactly that. We do cases all over the state of Colorado, all four corners and in between. If you've been injured, Anytime, you can call us anytime, 24-7 at 303-795-5900-795-5900. We'll be glad to talk to you. We'll be glad to meet with you. We'll be glad to come to you. We'll give you a free initial consultation. And I'm just talking about a couple of minutes. I'm talking about a significant, meaningful, free initial consultation. And then we give you a free legal game plan. And that way you understand, when you leave our office, you understand your rights. You understand what you need to do. You understand what you can do and what you shouldn't do and what the insurance company is going to try to do and what's proper and permissible for them to do and what is impermissible. It's not a guessing game anymore when you come to Bell and Pollock. Brad and I have been at this for a long time. We've seen a lot of people make a lot of mistakes, but the one mistake they don't make is when they see an attorney early. Because then you understand the playing field. Then you understand the rules of the road. Then you are trained and educated. At Bell & Pollock, we educate and advocate. Just go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. We educate and advocate. So we're going to educate you, and then we're going to advocate for you on your case. That's the way we do it. That's the way we've been doing it. We have books written on this. If you go to our website, championsofthepeople.com, right, all of our books are free. You can download a free copy anytime, an e-copy. If you want a hard copy, just call our law firm at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. And we'll be glad to send you a hard copy. You can ask us a question. You can ask us about insurance coverage. We are injury attorneys, and we are here for you. Today, we're going to be talking about injuries from truck accidents, big rigs. But, you know, smaller trucks, I mean, commercial vans qualify uh, as commercial trucks. They have to comply with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Rules and Regulations. So you need attorneys who understand those rules, understand those regulations. But let's talk about trucks and brake failure because it's a big issue in Denver right now, and it's been a big issue. And so, Brad, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of reasons why brakes fail. But when they do, you've got to be able to specifically prove it. You can't just generally prove it. You have to specifically prove it, and you've got to get down to it. You do, because uh, brake failure sometimes is used as an excuse or it's used as a, uh, well, an excuse to to try to avoid liability for all the injuries that have been caused. Other times, uh, brake failure is used as an excuse by the driver to avoid responsibility, uh, trying to shift responsibility back onto um, the maintenance people that have been taking care of the truck and are supposed to make sure the brakes work. Um, So brake failure is identified a lot of times for causing the problem. Uh, Sometimes uh, when you look at it, you're going to find that the brakes actually did work. They just didn't work to the maximum capacity that was necessary in the state of emergency that was occurring. So there's there's a lot of things that have to be addressed when you're dealing with brake with brake problems and and the people saying they're responsible for that. You know, sometimes you have uh, different uh, problems with regard to brakes. I mean, you might have what's called brake fade. You might have friction fade. We're going to be talking about that today. Brake fade, friction fade. You could have mechanical fade. The point I'm trying to make here is you have to know the specific cause and the specific reason. Uh, Fluid fade. These are all very technical engineering issues. But you have to know if you're going to represent somebody that's been injured or killed, 
uh, in these horrible, horrific truck accidents. Accidents. We had one in Denver recently. If you're going to represent somebody, then you need to understand the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Rules and Regulations. You need to understand the pre-trip inspection requirements. You need to be able to apply them to you, the injured victim, and you need to understand specifically why the brakes failed. I mean, there's there's like, you know, we could, we, we could call it the top 10 reasons why brakes fail. And Brad, let's start, let's cover some of those because you can't just say the brakes failed and you're going to win the case. You're not going to win the case. You have to understand what happened to the brakes. And we're just, obviously, we're just talking about one part. I mean, there's other parts about load and, and that sort of thing. But right now we're talking about brake failure. Right. Uh, we, we start with the, the idea that about uh, 50% of commercial motor vehicles that are out-of-service violations uh, cited during roadside inspections normally are for some kind of brake-related violation. Uh, so you're, you're saying, wow, that's, that's a lot of, of uh, that's a high percentage when it's 50% is for brake violations. And this is something that the, the Motor Vehicle Carrier Act and that the inspectors, Commercial um, Vehicle Safety Alliance, uh, the, the, they pay a lot of attention to because obviously if you can't stop your truck, you've got a problem and you're going to hurt somebody and somebody's going to get hurt. Now, when we start talking about the reasons for brake failure, especially when we're in the mountains, we, you know, the number one uh, that we want to look at, the number one reason, starts with human error. Uh, Has has there been a failure to pay attention? And when we say the failure to pay attention is the failure to properly gauge distances and apply brakes in time. You know, when you're slamming on your brakes, you're leading to skidding and loss of control. You're leading to... uh, Potential um, jackknifing of your vehicle, which is of the, of the truck, which is going to cause a, a great deal of problems for you. Um, you're you're putting yourself in a situation where uh, you've lost control of the truck, and some of it comes from not recognizing what's going on with your truck as you've been driving it. Uh, you, if you if are you noticing that you have a brake imbalance as you're driving a truck? Are you noticing that the truck seems to stop okay as you're in regular traffic, but when you start getting into heavier traffic, have you even checked to see how your brakes are braking, how, how the brakes are braking on the truck? And this could be a situation where yes. The brakes aren't working to what we would call 100% maximum capacity, but the first question that comes up is, are we going to do, do anything with the human error that's related to the, the braking? Has the truck driver got the experience and the ability to be driving on, the, on some of these mountain roads and understand that uh, when normally on flatland, you'd be able to stop this truck with no problem. It's a different situation when you're in the mountains. You can't just have anybody inspect these brakes. There has to be a pre-trip inspection. There has to be regular routine maintenance on the brakes. And those are all things that your good attorneys would check into uh, before you even make a claim for somebody that's been injured uh, uh, or, or killed uh, in these horrible tragic accidents okay so we're talking about truck liability day and it's it, we're talking about the truck brake failure which is a huge subject in and of itself there are other reasons trucks um, lose control i mean it can be cargo load cargo shifting and all those come under the federal motor carrier safety rules and regulations and at bell and pollock we know those very very well we've done truck cases for years you can call us if you've been injured in a big rig accident, a truck accident, a commercial van, a delivery van. You can call us or if you've been injured in any accident. Bell and Pollock, Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, we have over 35 years of experience. We will give you a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan where you're not just guessing, where you're not just hoping. Our telephone number, 303 795 
5900-303-795-5900. In the mountains, you can call us at 970-870-8989. That's 870-8989. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. And I tell you what, we've done cases, and we do cases, and represent people all over the state of Colorado. We've done jury trials in Sterling, Durango, Steamboat Springs, Fort Collins, down south. We've done it, and we'll come to you. We have years of experience, and you can put our experience to work for you. So today we're talking about this truck brake failure. So, Brad, let's talk about the, you know this mechanical fade, and let's talk about brake fade and friction fade because they're different engineering concepts, but they have a whole different world of how you prove them because you're not going to be successful or as successful as you should be if you just say, well, the brakes failed, and uh, we want to recover, and you need to pay us. Right. And that you're going to have, you can have that problem. Mechanical fade is where the brake drums experience a condition where the, the heat generated by friction causes the drum to actually expand outward. It increases its diameter. If the drum increases enough, the brake pad can lose its effectiveness since it cannot create the proper friction to slow the vehicle um, or to slow the truck enough to prevent it from losing control. Uh, that the, the mechanical fade is one where um, the driver has to be cognizant of what, what kind of uh, force, what kind of problems, what he's been doing to he or she has been doing to possibly cause some type of um, excessive heat friction. Uh, or excessive heat that's uh, generated by friction, uh, that that can be, as a number of these, when we go through them, can be riding the brakes. Uh, Or or do you know how to to properly maintain your vehicle and the truck speed when you're in certain places where gravity is going to be pulling you down and you just have to pay attention? Uh, That's different from uh, friction fade. Uh, That's a reduction of the friction between the brake pad and the drum or the rotor, um, and I know we're getting a little technical, but friction fade occurs in, in, in the brake parts, or if the brake parts were not properly produced, uh, the pads do not correctly fit, uh, the drums and rotors because, uh, do not fit the drums and rotors because they are twisted or poorly remanufactured, uh, the drums and rotors are not resurfaced often enough, or the pads are not frequently uh, replaced. Now, pay attention to what we're talking about there, because one, friction fade is something we're going to be talking to mechanics about. We're going to be talking about uh, the people who are changing the brakes, people who are making sure the brake pads are put on correctly, uh, who are making sure um, that the drums and rotors, uh, they, they correctly fit the drums and rotors. This is something that your truck driver probably isn't responsible for and doesn't have much of a chance to do anything. And sometimes uh, the fact that they don't fit correctly is only going to show up when you're faced with the situation of needing maximum or near or near maximum capacity uh, braking ability. And now you've lost that chance to, to have the brakes work properly, not because of anything the truck driver's done wrong. That's different than a potential mechanical fade. I'm not saying it's a mechanical fade is every time the result of the truck driver, but that's different than one where you've got heat-generated friction that's causing the drum to not actually work right. One, the mechanic's done everything right, on the other one, it's uh, the mechanic has done everything wrong. And don't forget, it can be a combination of human error. It can be, and the drivers do have responsibilities for pre-trip inspections. They do have responsibilities for their brakes. They do have responsibilities within the first 50 miles of a trip. And so the, comp, the, the rules and regulations, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Rules and Regulations, there are thousands of them. 
Uh, so you have to have attorneys that know them. You can call us anytime, Bell and Pollock. Our website, championsofthepeople.com, 303-795-5900. If you've been injured in any type of accident, car accident, bike accident, motorcycle accident, hit and run, we can help you. We've done it for years. 303-795-5900. We'll be right back. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys and this is your Legal Minute. Today we're talking about drunk drivers and punitive damages. What are punitive damages, by the way? How do they help you? Can they help you? Punitive damages exist by statute in Colorado. They're there to punish the wrongdoer for intentional, reckless, wrongful, wanton acts. Drunk driving is one of those reckless acts. You can obtain punitive damages against drunk drivers, and that puts additional legal, legitimate pressure on the insurance company for the drunk driver to pay you your complete, legitimate money for your injuries and damages and losses. Do not let them get away with it. Make sure you can prove the driver was drunk. Call the police. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Good morning. Welcome back to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Gary Bell along with Brad Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We have over 35 years of experience and we can put our experience to work for you. You can call us anytime. We don't care. 24-7-303-795-5900-795-5900. When you come to Bella Pollock, you're going to talk to, as opposed to some other law firms, you're going to talk to a licensed attorney. You're going to speak to one. You're going to have a legal game plan given to you, discussed with you, so that you understand where you stand. You understand what to do, and you're going to have a free initial consultation. It doesn't get any better than that. You know, last week I spent almost two and a half hours with somebody. Uh, it's all free uh, because I wanted them to make sure. I wanted to make sure they understood. They kept asking me questions, which is perfectly okay. I stayed until they were satisfied. I, I stayed until I understood and I was satisfied that they knew what to do. Because when you get to an attorney, uh, if you get to an attorney uh, late, sometimes the insurance company's already taken advantage of you. Uh, you. You don't have to call us if you have an accident at night. You don't have to call us that night, that minute. But you have to get to an attorney soon, and you have to understand what's going to happen. You know, if you go to our website, championsofthepeople.com, on the homepage, I mean, this is how important this is. On the homepage, there's a button you can hit if you want to listen to our show on what you need to know before you talk to the adjuster for the first time. Think about that. Also, if you don't have time to listen to the show, we have another button on our homepage, championsofthepeople.com, that you can hit, and you can get a quick, downloadable, printable PDF checklist of what you need to know before you talk to the adjuster. And, by the way, what you can ask the adjuster. I mean, it's not just a one-way conversation, right? So all this goes into the information and the game plan for you. Now, today we're talking about uh, brakes and trucks and, and big trucks and big rig accidents and the accidents and, and injuries and deaths are very, very devastating, very debilitating. And sometimes the injuries are, are just uh, horrific. Now, Brad, 
The Federal Motor Carrier Safety Rules and Regulations say the driver has some responsibilities. They have to do a pre-trip inspection. They have to do inspection within the first 50 for first 50 miles. But you know, let's talk let's put it in perspective of the Colorado Mountains because when you if you got an inexperienced driver in the Colorado Mountains, it's a recipe for disaster. It certainly is. Let's let's start with the basics. When they when you talk about what kind of information you have and what's available. Um, we've been told that, and according to the statistics from the Transportation Research Board, that they say that brake problems lead to over 40,000 trucking accidents each year. Wow, Excuse that's me. incredible. So, so when you're that, that's uh, just from brake failures, and uh, you know we uh, have focused um, because in the last couple of months we've seen a, a horrific brake uh, or crash that occurred with a truck that apparently the brakes weren't working and it had no control um, in the mountains. But we're talking about uh, hundreds of truck accidents that occur each day, and so when you're when you're sitting there ta- thinking about where these truck accidents happening and who's getting hurt and what's ha- and and what's causing these um th- w- that one crash is just a a very small crash um comparatively speaking that's brought attention to everybody it's not a small crash in the injuries it's caused but it, it's just one crash uh, w- we deal with people in our office uh in injured people that come in that are getting hurt on a regular basis from truck accidents that uh, you'll never hear about. And they're significantly injured. I mean, we're talking about people who are injured and and have significant physical injuries, significant head injuries, significant brain injuries that is from a truck running into a car that you'll never hear about. It doesn't make the news. So, you know, that that's something that, that needs to be needs to be discussed and needs to be you need to pay attention to when we're talking about the truck driver's responsibility the truck driver does have responsibility and they want the truck drivers when i say they the motor vehicle carrier act wants the truck the truck driver to have a pre-trip inspection uh, that inspection is supposed to be done uh and uh, before the the truck even ever ever leaves the garage and then um, under uh, the CFRs, our code of regulations that we have, uh, the, the truck driver is supposed to inspect his truck and cargo, both the truck and cargo, within the first 50 miles of a trip. And he's supposed to do it whenever the driver changes duty status, which is going to be uh, quite often on, on a regular trip and when he drives more than three hours or 150 miles. So basically, this truck should be being inspected Every couple hours, every three hours or or less, um, and for an inspection of the truck itself and the cargo to see what's happening, they're trained, they're taught how to recognize if the truck if the brakes are overheating, they're trained and taught how to recognize if they're driving the truck if they're feeling some kind of fade, if the truck is pulling to one side or the other when they're stopping their truck. And this should be done before they get into the the high volume areas where there's a lot of other cars or before they get into the very steep grades that they face in a number of, of states and a number of areas. You know, the bottom line, when you talk to these engineers, when you do these trucking cases time after time after time, as we have done, if we've represented families and victims of families and survivors of the loved ones that were killed when you talk to them and you learn about these cases then you have to understand you go after the records you you do a lot of things but one of the main things you do is you go after the records 
You know, what kind of maintenance needs to be performed on these brakes? I mean, what's happening here? What are we talking about? Let me just give you an example. Under the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Act, they pass certain regulations. We've been talking about them. And so that's, we call them CFR, but that stands for the Code of Federal Regulations, CFR. Well, CFR Regulation 396.3 basically says that all motor carriers shall, quote, systematically inspect, repair, and maintain all motor vehicles subject to its control and will keep records, keep records, because when you get into these cases, sometimes the records aren't there. They seem to disappear. They never existed. And if they can't produce the records, if they can't produce the inspections and the brake failed, and you know the specific reasons the brake failed, and you can tie it back into fade friction, mechanical friction, overuse, driver air combined with fade friction, combined with mechanical friction, combined with pumping the brakes, combined with the drums and the expansion of the drums and the heat, then you can prove your case. Then you can see that there's no records and there was no inspection and there was no pre-driver, pre-trip inspection by the driver. And this is all very, very important for you to know. And so you need attorneys that are experienced. You can call us anytime. If you've been injured in any accident, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900 or our website, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your Legal Minute. Today, we're talking about the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster for the at-fault party. Do you know what to do? Do you know what to say? Do you know what you should do? Do you know what you shouldn't do? You don't. You know, for that instance, in that situation, the insurance adjuster, that's an ordinary day and event for him or her. It's not an ordinary day or event for you. You need to understand your rights. You need a legal game plan. You need it laid out for you in a free initial consultation. At Bell & Pollock, that's what we do. That's what we can do for you. A game plan for the way the accident happened. A legal game plan for your injuries, damages, and losses to prove them. Bell & Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell & Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Good morning. Welcome back to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. We are injury attorneys. You know, we do, we do other shows in the Denver metropolitan area. We do them in the mountain towns. We do them on the eastern plains. We do them up north and south. And why do we do all these shows? Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. Why? We want to give you the information to hopefully give you a level playing field with the insurance company. You have to know. They have their own strategy. You have to know. They're trained. Who do you have? What do you know? We're here for you. 303 303- Just check us out on our website, championsofthepeople.com. I think you're going to like it. You know, and and we've done this for years. We're well experienced. We can help you. It's a comfortable place to come. You've got got people. You've got a team approach for you, right? And it's not just hope we're going to do this or hope we're going to do that or hope we're going to get a result. We've got a strategy and strategies for you, 303-795-795. 
5,900. Okay, we're talking about this truck accidents uh, today, and then we had a big one in Denver recently. You know, the experience of the driver, it can be a combination of driver error. It can be a combination of the driver not heating, uh, the warning signs. It can be a combination of the driver not using the proper gear, along with the brakes. But the records, Brad, the records behind the scenes. The Federal Motor Carrier Safety Rules say you have to you have to preserve the records, and so we, we we've, we've talked about that. But I want to touch on this a little bit about this insurance situation because we know how devastating this can be. And let's talk about the MCS ninety endorsement and the insurance situation because when you have a lot of people in this tragedy in Denver, we had a lot of people that were injured, a lot of people that were killed. It, and this trucking company was, it looks to be relatively small five five trucks five five employees five drivers out of Texas. So what if there's not enough money, insurance money, to go around? And how do they fight that? And how do you fight that? Well, the, the MCS 90 and the federal um, regulations, uh, they set forth that the minimum amount of financial responsibility coverage an interstate motor carrier has to maintain is at least $750,000 for vehicles transporting non hazardous cargo. Now it goes up there if they're transporting hazardous cargo, but it's it's so it's seven hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. if you take the crash that recently happened here in Colorado, uh, coming down into Morrison or out of Morrison and coming down into uh, on I seventy, that's not enough money to cover even the first person who was killed in that crash, let alone everybody else that got injured everybody else that was that did lose their lives that that's not enough money uh, so wh- where do we stand where do we go uh, what do we do if it's a small company like this one appears to be there's probably not much assets to 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 attach or to go after from a trucking company so now what you're left with is an insurance carrier if that's all the more coverage there was walking in and saying here's my 750,000 split it among everybody and we're very sorry. And that's it. Uh, and the only protection you're going to have is your own underinsured motors coverage. That's it. If you don't have that, you're not you're not going to be you're not going to get a decent recovery for the loss that occurred to people who were complete and simple victims. They're innocent victims that have left behind or have related to them a number of other simple and complete innocent people, victims, children, relatives, wives, husbands, spouses that that are not going to get any type of recovery to help them uh, get through this terrible time. You know, we've preached about this for years and, th- and this accident in Denver, this truck accident in Denver, this big one uh, brings it right home, right? Because because if there's not enough insurance or uh, under the MCS 90 endorsement, if there's only $750,000 of insurance, and they might have an umbrella policy, but let's assume they don't. Let's assume all the money there is $750,000. Then you got to heed what Brad just said. And we've said it for years. You can solve the problem right now because you can raise your own car insurance policy under the UM-UIM limits. That stands for uninsured motorists, and it stands for underinsured motorists, underinsured, not enough insurance. And so, Brad, let's real, real quickly explain that because if there's not enough insurance from the trucking company, then how does that really work with your own car policy for UIM coverage? You, know, you you have to show to your own insurance company that you've exhausted the 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 policy of the at fault party, and of course that can be if you have multiple claimants that it's going to be exhausted very quickly. In this case, I don't even think five or ten million dollars worth of coverage from the trucking company would be enough. I 
I think that, you know, when we start talking, you need to have your own UIM policy and you should be putting them on notice to be telling your UIM company, look, I'm going to need to collect on this policy. I'm going to have injuries, damages, and losses. They're going to far exceed what proportionate share of the at-fault party's um, injuries. And that's what happens when you get a policy uh, to begin with. Um, UIM is mandatory, uh, It's uh, you, you, but you can waive it. Please don't waive it. And you can get an umbrella policy. You can get a different policies that give you more protection, that give you more underinsured motorist coverage and more uninsured motorist coverage. And I've, I've told people forever, you've heard it here, that driving your car is the most dangerous activity that most of you do every day. For 90% of Americans, it's the most dangerous activity they do. It's the place where they have the chance of them or their spouses or their loved ones or their children getting hurt the quickest and the fastest. And it's, it's necessary that you protect yourself, even if it means, and I've said this many times, even if it means not buying that Starbucks coffee. Give it up. If it costs you an extra $30, $40 a month, give it up. Yeah, right. And, you know, so what do you do when there's not enough insurance from the at-fault party in this truck accident? Might be, might be a very significant example. There might not be enough insurance to go around, but you can protect yourself and your family right now by increasing your UIM coverage as high as you can afford. It's that simple. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, Bell and Pollock, we're here for you. We are injury attorneys. We have over 35 years of experience that we can put to work for you. 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Our website, championsofthepeople.com, because we are your champions of the people. See you next week. 